As I scratch into the microphone to open the show, hello everybody and welcome to the Homewrecker Podcast. I am the Golden Greek, Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing wife, the lovely Monique. Monique, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Doing fantastic as always. Feeling ornery. Oh my gosh, so ornery. I think it's being (laughs) up here, we just don't give a fuck anymore. Wow. There you go. (laughs) I think for me, it's just like a sleep. Lack uh, of sleep is is really doing me in. I can do it too. Yeah. Anyway, so what's new with you? What's going on this week? Anything fun, exciting, special? Well, I heard from my friend Andrea Land. So Andrea is host of the Grooving Goddess podcast, and I talked about it some months back. She had an Awakening Mintaka Symposium that I was a part of, That's and right. I did a quick group past life regression hypnosis with everyone who attended and basically trying to get people to find a past life and perhaps before they incarnated on earth and people definitely had uh, some great experiences so that whole thing is now available on her youtube and it just came out as we record today so once i get access to it i can put it up on my youtube so the whole thing is there for the regression so if people want to watch that they can close their eyes they can listen and they can experience that past life regression for free Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So you actually did the whole regression. The whole, yeah. For, for the, the symposium. That's cool. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Very cool. Uh, so I know that we had something else. We talked, did we ever mention on the show the, the, the jarring thing? Yeah, we brought, we brought up the gar- jarring. Before we get to that, I just want to bring up how proud of us I am. Because, ooh, as our cat jumps on us. Because I, um... I'm, well, we made a garden. My dad kind of, with an excavator, cleared out some land, and we made a garden, and I wanted it to be fenced in because we have a lot of deer. We have a lot of animals that if you don't have some kind of boundary up around it, critters will just get in and try to pull at it. So we put up fencing all by ourselves, and we needed to make a gate door. All by for ourselves. The, all by ourselves. I feel like, I feel like a 10-year-old. Like, did it all we by myself. Did it all by myself. So... We had to make like a gate door for it to get in and out of it. And we've never done this before. And I was just so excited because on the first try, we did it and it was totally level. (laughs) And it works. The door opens and and closes. And and it actually looks half decent. It's not not like terrible. It's not horrible. It's not horrible. It doesn't look like a second grader did it. Well, it helps when you have the correct tools for the job. Yes. It definitely helps. Now we we built the the perimeter around mm-hmm. the garden with uh, what, what's T-posts. called T posts, yeah. right? T bars, T posts, or T bars, T posts, because it's yeah. a temporary garden. It's only going to be up for maybe a year, um, 
possibly two. It kind of depends on what we're doing with the land. And the goal is to get a greenhouse. But this was like, for right now, I need to put some... I yeah. have lit garden boxes, but I needed more space. So... I yeah, now, now we have planted. now that we can, we, we we wanted to get a garden going. Yep. So the these T posts, mm-hmm. T bars, whatever they're called, they're these metal posts that you they say you don't have to dig to get them into the ground. Give them a little tap. And, yeah. A little tap. A little tap my tap my ass. No, <laughs> that not true. Because because I Because <laughs> you said tap my ass. I was being funny. I guess I failed on that. All right. Anyway, moving forward. This isn't a family show. It's no, not family. No, fr- okay, no. yeah. All right, you tap, whatever. Fine. Uh, so, anyway, uh, you said, because you had found out about these things, doing some research mm-hmm. on, on the web and whatever. And, I mean, that's what everybody does now. They go on the internet and try to try to learn. And so, you said you just have to hammer it in. And, and I'm like, okay. That's what the article said. I, I got to tell you, no, no. That's not true. They don't just hammer in at all. It was not easy. Maybe if it's somewhere with nice, soft ground. But here in the granite state, no. Yeah, not so much. So I ended up getting a fence pole, like a fence post Post digger. Post post hole hole digger. digger. And that made the process so much easier. So, yeah, when you have the right tools, so much easier. And Mm -hmm. then actually earlier today... You're we're watching uh, your dad's watching a, a video on YouTube about uh, make doing something with the garden. And this guy had this. It's actually called like a, a T-bar or a T-pole, whatever it's called, a driver. And it's an actual tool that they make specifically to drive those sons of bitches into the ground. And I'm looking at him going, fuck, like if I had that, I wouldn't even need to dig a, a, a post hole. You know, we'd need, I wouldn't even need the, the post hole digger. But we anyway. We learn as we go. We, exactly. Like we said last time, we learn as we go yeah. up here. So. so last time, so I have a garden. I grow things. Last year, my garden, I got so many cucumbers. And my <clears throat> zucchini, uh, the netting came off, and all the animals kept taking the zucchini. But cucumbers abound. So I decided to make some pickles, and I canned them. And Alex, you brought it up maybe a few weeks ago. When am I going to eat those pickles? Yeah, so when are you going to eat the damn pickles? I thought it would be funny because I made two different kinds, one with vinegar and one with apple cider vinegar, and I used different seasonings. And because I oh. wanted to try it, it was different. Yeah, that's cool. So I thought it would be fun for me to try my pickles <sighs> in front of everyone and, and kind of see, see how they go. Yeah, great. These do not so look... These do not it's, look appealing. It's the herbs. It's in the, the least bit. I'm not a pickle fan at all. Don't like pickles. I don't like the smell of them. This is like the apple cider them. vinegar. This is the regular. Okay. So I'll try, so, I'll try a regular So for first. the hearers, there's two different jars, and she's opening it now, and it's this hasn't been opened in over a year, correct? Yeah, because I canned it. i got to get that off. Okay. It's going to spill that all seal. over the yeah. area here, I'm sure. Oh, smells Pickly. It smells pickly. I don't smell it yet. No, you don't have to bring it close to me. It's okay. It smells like pickles. I'm good. Like I said, I don't really like the smell. You don't, have smell to, you don't have to jam that in my face. Thank you so much. And she's taking out a pickle. All right. This is this is really riveting stuff right here. This is riveting. I have to get the seal back on. I don't want it to spill. All right. I'm going to try my pickle. That I can't a year ago. Here we go. 
It's actually not bad. Okay, then. There you go. Still vinegary. I can definitely taste the vinegar. Doesn't it have to sit for a certain amount of time? Has it been sitting long enough? I think so. It's just I probably could have put more seasoning in. Okay. Oh, I was afraid n- to put too much. It. Oh, man. Yeah, it smells like a pickle. <laughs> yeah, because you don't like pickles. No, not at all. It's not bad. As I, as I don't I've hate it. I've stated several times. Okay, now on to the apple cider one. I'm nervous about this one, but... Yikes. Just because I know apple cider vinegar is, like, strong. That stuff is... That'll put some hair on your nuts. It doesn't smell that bad either. I'm shocked. I... Wow. I okay. guess after the way like you talked about it, you put it in my head that these talked were going to be what? the pickles. Oh, you, wow. you put it in my head that these are going to be horrible. <laughs> well, pick you, yeah, coming from somebody that hates pickles. Oh yeah, you hate pickles. They're definitely going to be horrible. Okay. I'm doing my best not to make a mess. We're still coming to you from the tent. Yeah, the so tent. So we have very limited space and quarters here. Okay, now I'm going to try the apple cider vin. Apple cider vinegar pickle. It has like a weird taste to it. Man, I was hoping oh. for like what? Oh, I don't. Okay. I don't like it. Ah. All right. I'm so glad I made just one small jar. Oh god, that's that's disgusting. That really I don't. Stinks. I don't like that one. It yeah, like that burns. Yeah, not a fan. Oh, that burns. This is riveting for the people listening, too. Oh, my gosh. Sure. They're loving this. Okay. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, that's just bro, okay, that's I'm, rough. I'm gonna... Yeah, you could take your headphones off and walk away with that if you need to. I'll try to kill some time if gonna, need be. Oh, that is just, that's just terrible. That stinks so the bad. The apple cider vinegar oh. at first, it's like, okay, this isn't bad. And then it hits the back of your throat. Oh, and it man. just started burning. Yeah, that's what apple cider vinegar does. So, note to self, don't make pickles with apple cider vinegar. What possessed you to do something like that? I saw, like, people said, oh, try it with apple cider vinegar. It'll be good. Oh. The regular pickles are fine. Newsflash, people apple are cider, dumb. Mm. <laughs> this All is right. true. Rock and roll. So I tried my pickles. Okay, so that's that was not fun at all. Because <laughs> you hate pickles. It's just gross. Okay, so <laughs> moving on from that, <sighs> a lot of fun stuff up here in the mountains, up oh, yeah. in the in the country. If we you shared will. last week the owl. Yeah. The barred owl sounds that we were hearing. Yeah. We've had so many deer, but. Another thing that's different about being up here versus being in the city is you can actually see the stars. Yeah, they they tend to not be as uh, it tends to not be as cloudy, I guess, up here. Well, not not cloudy, but yeah, when you get it, when you go outside, you look up, you can actually see stars. Whereas, like in the city, you could not maybe so see much. a couple. You, you could, yeah, here and there, but it was but very it's sporadic. Stars everywhere. Yes, and. It just brings me back to my childhood when I was a kid. You could see all the stars at night. And that's what it felt like. But it, looking, I, I thought, wow, I feel like there are way more stars than I remember. Our cat is just going crazy. I anyway, think she got into the cat. Moving head. on. So I feel like there's way more stars than I can remember. And it, 
like I, I look up and I'm like, oh, it's the Big Dipper. And, and it's just, I don't know, it's really cool. But we saw something really bizarre up in the stars last weekend. Yeah. And it, 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 okay, you, you go ahead and, 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 and you can lay this out and I'll chime in as, as needed because you actually saw more of this and looked at it for longer than I did. Whatever it was. So our our middle child wanted to watch a movie and he's sharing a room with his younger brother. So we said, you know what, come in our tent and we'll watch the movie together. So that way you can watch it before bed. So we watched the movie. It's maybe what, 9.30, 10 o'clock? Yeah, it's 9.30-ish. A little after 9.30. It's dark out now. We're getting out of the tent. Alex is going to zip up the tent and our middle child says, look at all the stars. Wow, they're moving. And I look up and I see three stars or what look like stars perfectly like spaced apart and they're just moving across the sky at a steady pace. And I'm, I'm like, Alex, look up. And he's fiddling with the tent. I'm trying to find the zipper to zip the tent shut so we don't have mosquitoes and all kinds of other nasty bugs and everything and flying I'm in. I'm like, Alex, Alex. And he's trying to mess with the tent. Hold on. And yeah. <laughs> then there's like a gap. There's those three stars, it like one, two, three, all like lined up perfectly. Then a gap of space. And then more start coming all perfectly spaced apart. And I'm like, Alex, look up. And he's still fiddling. I'm like, fuck the tent and just fucking look up. Because by this point, I'm like, the fuck? And he looks, so, so go on. Yeah, so at that point, I say, okay, what? And I look up. And I don't know what I, I, I can't describe what it was because it wasn't stars, though the lights look like stars. Look like, I mean, they were, you know, the light. It uh, blended in with it stars. It blended in with the stars, I guess. Yes, thank you. That's the best way of putting it. And they were moving at a, at a pretty steady pace, but not super fast. No, it was kind of just a. Kind of like crawling almost. Like, across but they're the sky. Across the sky. And, and they're just evenly spaced apart. So I'm looking. And I'm going, what are those drones? Like, what is that? Because you can't see anything but the lights. You can't make out any shape or anything like that. And and so it didn't know what, what was going on. And it just kept going and going. And, and of course, uh, the one night I don't take my cell phone out of the tent with me, because usually I would take my cell phone with me to like use it, the flashlight to see walking from the tent to the house, to you know, because we, we go and we'll use the restroom before falling asleep. And... We, uh, I, I say, okay, I, I don't have my phone. You're, you're like, take, get, get a video, get a video. And I'm, I don't have my phone. So I have to fumble and unzip the tent, stumble back in here. And, and of course my phone's all the way across the other end of the tent. So I got to run over, get around a chair and everything, fumble around. I trip and fall. I have to get my phone, unplug it, run back outside. And the thing is still going. Whatever just, it is, is like, still going. The typical like alien invasion movie where the person is just standing there watching like, what the fuck is that was totally me because I'm just looking, what the fuck is that? But yeah. what was weird is while you're looking in the tent, because um, there was that gap after the first three and then they just kept coming. And I counted seven, but there were just so many I lost count. And I noticed there was like a point. It almost looked like a slightly more yellowish color instead of a white star. There was a point like way off because it was kind of south, southwest going north, northeast, just opposite direction in the sky. And there's a point where they just were coming from. 
And I thought that was really weird. It's just, there's a point and they're coming. It's like that origin point and just It's just a straight moving. line after. Yeah, yeah. And I'm watching it and then the last one goes and that point's gone. And you come out and you're trying to take video and what happened? So I'm up there and I'm up there. I'm out there with you fine and I'm looking and I'm watching it and I'm got my video, my phone out to take video and you can see the stars in the background, but you can't see these lights. And it's dark so you don't you can't really see anything it was on the video a half and I'm moon. and I'm sitting there saying, uh, okay, I can't see anything. And you're like, let me see. So I give you the phone. I'm like, here, you try. Well, the first thing I go, it's, it's like, right there. Yeah, and I'm like, I know it's right there. I'm, I'm, I've got my phone. I'm looking, but you can't see it in the phone. So I figured, let me try because with the iPhone, sometimes when you tap on it, it'll change the lighting. So when it's dark, you can see something. I tried. I could not get it, no matter, matter what I did. It was like, and I just started thinking, like, what the fuck is this now? What was weird? is a couple days before, there were Black Hawk helicopters going over the mountain. And from what we read, it said that they were having some kind of like military drill, like National Guard or something. And then that- I love how you say it all like like that. Yeah, like that's really what happened. It I don't could know. be what it was. It could be, <laughs> but I don't know. But it's just weird. And then that day we heard helicopters. And I'm thinking this is government testing on some new like- thing some craft or something because at first we're thinking are they drones well i thought because it's just the synchronized way and the fact that they were all so evenly Mm -hmm. they appeared to be evenly spaced apart obviously i I couldn't measure it but it looked pretty evenly spaced apart from the naked eye yeah and and they were moving very synchronistically they were they weren't out of formation or anything it was a perfectly straight line so I thought, I thought oh, those, are those drones? Is it a single craft? Well, I thought that, that'd be a pretty big fucking well, craft on. if it was one thing. I thought maybe it's satellites, and I looked up like there was like some kind of like lo- no, like twenty no. something satellites. But I looked at what that those looked like, and it did not look like this. And then we talked about could it just be one giant craft, and those are the lights on the craft? So whatever it is. Is it just part of it and those are the lights on it and that's why there was a gap and then they were all perfectly spaced and just moving perfectly? It's just that thing is coming from somewhere moving. Don't know. Don't know what we saw, but we I saw don't something. Know what we saw something. I, I, I will say this. Never once did the thought, I'm looking at an alien spacecraft cross my mind. Same here. Never once. That's because that, that's what the aliens want us yeah, to think. Right. Yeah, no, that <laughs> never once crossed my mind that it was... First thought was those drones. That was the three when we saw the three. But then mm-hmm. when the rest of them started coming, it was like, okay, that's a lot of drones. And that's when I started thinking, oh, is this like a craft of some kind? And then and like, <laughs> and this is all as I'm running to get the phone and everything. I'm like, of course, the one time I don't bring my phone, now something's happening and I can't. And I don't. And then of course, even though I get my phone, still can't see it through the phone, which I thought was very very peculiar. Yeah. So I don't know why the phone wasn't picking up the lights, but it picked up the stars well, in the background. It, it made me made wonder, no is this some kind of experimental government craft that they're putting out at night? They're blending it in with the stars. Is there some kind of... Like a cloaking? Yeah, like a cloaking something, something that like you can't pick it up on cameras, sensors. I don't know. But I know what I saw. I saw something in the sky, and my first thought was, this is the government. Yeah. Yeah, same here. I mean... 
well, three of us saw it, but I mean, you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna bring our child on here no. to, to talk about it. But I mean, he he actually is the one that saw it first. Yeah, and he's the one that noticed it, and then uh, called your attention to it, and then mm-hmm. you had to <laughs> really get my attention to see it. But he really doesn't want bugs in the tent, and I don't blame him. I actually woke up one morning and I got bit by something on like my eyelid, and that was not fun. Not fun. No. No. So, yeah, so that was pretty pretty interesting. No clue yeah. what it is. But I am going to say right now for anybody listening or watching, just in case, if we did see something classified that we were supposed to talk about, we're not suicidal. We never <laughs> kill ourselves. We never harm ourselves or our family. We, we love being alive. We love life. And, yeah, so that. But the thing is with that. <laughs> just, just in case. It was so big. It's not like just over us. This was all over the area. So I'm sure oh, other huge. people saw it. Other like New Hampshire probably saw it. Or did they? Because I never heard or saw anything anywhere. I looked. That was the weird thing I No sightings too. put up Nobody anywhere. Nobody said anything. No one said a word. No, yeah, nothing. Maybe the mind nothing. control it sent out didn't work with us and we were like they're not aliens, but we didn't shut up about it. I don't know. Uh, whatever. But yeah, so that was that was some excitement. Over the last couple of days. Yeah, this place is there. very exciting. Always something Oh, yeah. On. It's always something happening. And we've got this cat is driving me nuts over here. you got to stop banging into the microphone, mm. please. Yeah. Goodness. So, yeah. So, that was that excitement. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we were, we were going to do a show about uh, something else. And then some 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 breaking news <laughs> hit. And we, we thought it would be kind of... We want to talk about we, this first. We should probably talk about this first because yeah. it's kind of... It's just it. Uh, I don't even. I don't even know what to think. You do you want to take the the lead on this or? I'll let you because right. I think so, you'll be able to explain it better than me. So apparently, anybody, any longtime listeners or anything, know I used to be uh, involved in the professional wrestling business, and apparently now, Vince McMahon is being investigated by his company's board of directors for allegedly paying out a $3 million to a former employee to shut her up, essentially. Hush money. Hush money is that what they call it? Yes. Uh, be- because of an alleged affair that he had with this employee. A consensual affair, but an affair nonetheless. And when we, we first heard about this yesterday... When it when it when the news broke, and apparently it was a big story in the Wall Street Journal, and of course all the pro wrestling websites and everything took you know picked it up, and I'm sure it's gone nuts on social media, but I don't go on there, so I don't know. But yeah, apparently that's that's a thing, and I guess this employee or former employee, her friend emailed the WWE board of directors. Anonymously. Anonymously. This is the story that, that I heard or that, I, that I'd that i read. And basically dropped a dime on the whole thing. And, yeah, that's a pretty pretty big thing. And I guess this happened on March the 30th. So they've been investigating it since then in the news about it. The story just broke. So a couple of things with that. Stephanie McMahon recently left the company, took mm-hmm. a leave of absence, right? Yeah. And that happened after she would have known about this. And well, I had heard that she stepped down because there was a lawsuit. What kind of a lawsuit? There was There's another a lot wrestling, of different things. There was going a wrestling promotion. 
You're talking about the MLW lawsuit. Yes. There's another promotion. I think they're based out of Florida. It's actually owned and run by Court Bauer, who was a former WWE writer, and he worked directly under Stephanie. And I, I, last I knew, he they're, he's not a big fan of hers. And uh, allegedly, Stephanie McMahon contacted, I believe it was either Vice TV or 2B TV or both. Not 100% clear on those two details, so apologies if I get this wrong. But the way I understood it, she made a call to some executives or friends that she had over at those networks or the network, whichever, and said, no, you don't want, you don't want to do business with, with this wrestling company. And Ixnay the deal, kiboshed the deal. And so MLW sued WWE, is suing WWE for an antitrust lawsuit saying that they're cost, costing them business, you know, costing them these TV deals mm-hmm. and, and hurting their business. So that's a thing. Uh, I don't know if that's why Stephanie well, took a leave of absence. That was speculation, that of was course. That was speculation, but now this comes out too. <laughs> and I'm thinking... Well, did, did you ever... I don't know if I even, even told you the uh, the other piece of that. I guess either last week or, the, or, or the, a couple of days ago, WWE, like... There was a story published, I think it was Business Insider, or Business something, Business Weekly or Business Insider. And it was essentially a story about how Stephanie was not good at her job and all this other stuff that was leaked by WWE. Like, they put the story out there to be published. What? About Stephanie. So, yeah, it was kind of weird. So, and you know, all that stuff goes through events. Mm-hmm. So... People were speculating, I guess, is Vince angry that she took a leave of absence and she's no longer there right now or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, so a lot of weird stuff going on with the, with the WWE mm. as a company and as a whole. But this whole allegation of, of uh, hush money being paid out is something that, I mean, CEOs of major companies... A lot bigger than WWE have probably gone down for far less. I mean, geez, the the CEO of of Papa John's in a in a in a meeting with employees, I, what what was it? He said the N word, like saying like never say this word, like you never want to say this word. It was I think that was the context, and somebody like leaked out the phone call that he was like the conference call he was having with employees, and he had to he had to resign. So I mean, that was for that. And it was something that he wasn't saying it derogatorily. He was just saying it like as a word not to say, uh, if, if I remember that story correctly. And he got, he lost his job. So Well, you told me about this story last night. Yeah. And so today I wanted to look up and look at different articles and see what I could find. And I was reading an article about it. And basically what it had said was that in 2019, an, an employee of WWE worked as a paralegal and she was making $100,000 a year. And allegedly after the affair began, she started making 200,000. Now hell of a raise right there. She must have done good work. And and apparently what had happened was she was having an affair with Vince McMahon and he decided to pass her around like a cookie tray to John Laurinaitis. Pass her like a toy to John Laurinaitis. I think was the quote from the email believe that was the quote. Yeah, I, I didn't know the quote. I was saying like a cookie tray. Here you go. Have some to John Laurinaitis, who was married, uh, what, some years back to I, one of the, the Bella Twins moms? I believe he's still married to 
the mom of the Bella, Bella twins. twins. I think they were that was all chronicled on that show. Yeah, what whether it it's called? real or not, who whether knows? Yeah, and no, I, no, they're really married. Oh. That, so, that part is real, but is it real, real? So, I was reading the article, and they're talking Fine. about this with you know this girl getting passed around essentially, and then she was given three million dollars basically not to disclose any information like we're just gonna keep it between us don't say anything it was like a million dollars given to her up front and then the remaining two million would be paid out in installments over the next two years Mm -hmm. and apparently according to the email she was so uncomfortable that she quit she ended up leaving and she never said anything to anybody but her alleged friend did and emailed the board of directors now a couple interesting things that the article I was looking at brought up. When Nia Jax was released, shortly after she was released. You're talking about this tweet that she made? Yeah, she this made This tweet, tweet was made uh, a couple weeks ago. Oh, it was a couple it was, weeks it was ago. In April, I the article I was reading, oh, they made it sound like it was before in the article I read. Okay, so she made a tweet about how some people aren't so lucky, they don't get to shine, but some people are lucky and they can blackmail others to get their spot essentially i'm paraphrasing but now it's under speculation because when she tweeted it people thought she was just being bitter and now they're looking at it thinking what did she know i'm sure that a lot i mean like any other job people will get people sleep their way to the top it happens it's not it's not something that's just (laughs) <laughs> something that's just you know particular to wrestling it happens in everything in every walk of life you've I mean I'm sure you've had in places you've worked maybe seen instances of that I, I know I have in different it's so icky I'm like it, yeah in, yeah. in different places I've worked I've seen varying it's that and exactly that's usually the the common the common feeling amongst other employees that witness it or know about it but it it's something that it, I mean we're humans. We're all humans. That stuff happens. I mean, when it's it one ha- thing if you really care about the person and you like them or you're attracted to them, but just to sleep with them for money or for a job is, I don't know. I could, I could, I could not do that. Mm-mm. All right. Well, th- I'm just saying, that. just thinking about it. It's but, in my mind. But it, it happens. So I've, I've heard stories about all kinds of things in, in the wrestling business going back as as far back as 1981, when Tommy Rich won the won the NWA World Title, I heard that it was, and these rumors have been going on forever that he's he blew some guy, some promoter to get the to get the the World Title. Whether or not that's true, I don't know. Nobody knows for sure except Tommy and the promoter. But the stories are out there. There was stories of an alleged affair, a homosexual affair between Shawn Michaels and Vince McMahon. For many years, I'm sure those stories are still out there. Whether or not that happened is anybody's guess. I don't know. Shawn Michaels knows and Vince McMahon knows. And those are probably the only two people that really know if something like that ever happened. There was stories of Randy Macho Man Savage. The reason that Vince McMahon hated Savage and never brought him back and never forgave him until after he was dead is when he finally put him in the WWE Hall of Fame. The, the, the stories, the rumors were that the macho man slept with Stephanie when Stephanie was just out of college or whatever it was. 
I don't know if I buy that one, but that was a rumor that was out there. And I think that a lot of these rumors get started perhaps because people just have to go to the absolute worst possible thing. And, and that's, that's what happens now. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I can definitely, I just on the, on the, on the level of wrestling that I was at, I witnessed things that happened. So it happens. It definitely happens. What have you witnessed? So I'm not going to name names or anything because why? There's I'm not going to get anybody in trouble or anything now for, you know, so many years later. But I witnessed things. I witnessed girls doing things to get spots or pushes or matches or whatever to get on shows. I, I, I saw stuff. It, it happens. I mean, it's, it's... Alex is like, I've seen things. <laughs> I'll, we'll talk later if you really want to know. But I'm not gonna no. That's not, and I'm not trying. I'm not, to, I'm not trying to for names. I'm just saying what type of things. So women sleeping with promoters. I didn't like watch the act take place, but I knew that it was occurring. It was obvious that that's what was occurring. So uh, yeah, I mean you know whatever. And, and again, I'm not trying to blue ball the audience by doing that. But I'm just I'm not gonna I'm not gonna <laughs> harm somebody's reputation or anything like that. There's, there's no need for it. But. We're talking about Vince now. Yeah. So obviously if stuff happens at that level, of course it's going to happen up there at that level because there's more money involved, more more opportunity and things like that. So of course that stuff's going to happen. Well, and- going back to Nia Jax though, if she did know something, when you think about it, when you work in a, in a big business, it doesn't just because you're on the talent roster, it doesn't mean that you don't know other people who work for the company. Oh, so, of course. One could speculate that maybe she knew this person. Maybe she, you know, she heard things. I don't know. Sure, it's but, possible. So you never know. But again, it's all just speculation because we really don't know. And nobody is coming out saying what it is. Well, not yet anyway. And mm-hmm. and will it ever come out? Who knows? But, I mean, Maria Kanellis, she, she has been very vocal ever since she's left the company about the different, just the culture there, the different things that went on there. I don't think she's ever actually named anything specifically, but she was always very vocal about that. She was very vocal about how Donald Trump was when she was on the set of Celebrity Apprentice and and some of the comments and things that he said and made. So, I I mean, these these things happen. They've been happening. It's not like a new phenomenon. But what was really interesting to me is the wording that was released by Vince's attorney. Is this why you're sticking up your... Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I thought you are like wanting me to hold on a second. Nope. Okay. Like, let's get to Yeah, this. so apparently he, in his whatever brief statement he made, said that the, the quote-unquote affair, the relationship was consensual. So in other words, two consenting adults doing the deed. And that this is important. This is important for anybody who thinks Vince might leave WWE or be forced to resign. Company money was not used. Company funds were not used for this settlement. It was Vince's personal money. So if if it were if if this is investigated and it's found that company funds were used to pay off this woman, he's gone. I mean, you can't really how mm-hmm. are you going to how are you going to defend that? But if Jerry McDivitt, being the attorney for Vince, brokered this whole deal, he's this guy's not dumb. He's, well, you you said something. You quoted him last night, and then I kind of knocked that down. 
what what did I quote about how no money was given? Yeah, no company funds were given. No, 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 no. It was not the money. There was no money given to stop somebody from speaking up because they were like they were fired or something. How was it worded? Like they, she didn't get money to shut her up for being fired, or after she left. I I forget the the exact quote. So basically, I, I'm not sure. I forget how how you worded it, but he had said it. It comes down to kind of paraphrasing. I, I, I she read didn't it. Get money. Yeah, I read it off of whatever yeah. article and I was she, reading. Like no money was given to keep her quiet after her dismissal or departure or whatever. And you had commented like this attorney's really good and he's not going to say something if it's not true. But I pointed out, well, she didn't get the money after she was gone. She got it while she was still working there, allegedly. So he's not lying. He is telling the truth. Right. She was still working when she got the money. Therefore, it wasn't after she left to keep her quiet. So he is correct in that. Like it I doesn't said, make what happened not true. Like I said, this he's a very, very smart attorney. He got Vince off. On the on the whole steroid trial and that whole allegation, I mean that was a farce anyway. But he got Vince off, and Vince never took the stand. <laughs> That's said he like got Vince off. Jeez, <laughs> oh, he got him. He got him acquitted. Let me. Okay, he got him acquitted, and he never had to take the stand to defend himself. Mm-hmm. That's like pretty uncommon that's pretty rare so that's a pretty badass attorney right there who can just take the federal government and their case and just go fuck you and like completely destroy i mean i've listened to uh or excuse me i've read the the transcripts of that trial fucking mcdivitt obliterated all the witnesses that the federal government had he just fucking obliterated them He's a he knows his shit. Like he's a and this is obviously why Vince has kept him on yeah. as his personal attorney for all these years. He's good at what he does. He's good at what he does. And so I I I really I I think if it was done, I, this was obviously done, it's been admitted, but I think it was done in a way that will keep Vince out of trouble, mm-hmm. I think. But the interesting were you going to say something? No, no, I'll let you finish. The interesting The interesting thing is that after this paralegal gets her raise or whatever, she beca- <laughs> passed off to John Laurinaitis as a toy or whatever the the phrase was for that email that was sent to the board of directors. She became John Laurinaitis's personal assistant and allegedly began having an affair with him. Now, I've been hearing stories about his improprieties with talent and and that kind of thing going back to the early 2000s when he first started with the company so again a culture that 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 happened that that was fostered there and apparently there this is not the only time that something like this has happened as far as like a settlement money being paid out or hush money being paid out non-disclosure agreements being signed, there have been multiple, like no number, just multiple through the years between WWE or Vince, John Laurinaitis, and females. Whoever, whether they be talent, former talent, or uh, office employees, production assistants, whoever. So this is apparently like something that's been going on a lot. I found that, I, I was just I, I was I was not surprised, 
but I was surprised that it wasn't just Vince, I guess. And it seems like him and John had a little, who knows? Have some good times. I, I guess so. Up at Titan Towers. Yeah. So the article also said that Vince and Linda are no longer together. Where was this article that you read? I have you it never on my computer. Yeah. Do you remember the site or, no. or what? Okay. Because it was like There's the story a lot of and you just keep scrolling why. down. And basically they were saying that, I, I don't know the person they were speaking of, but some woman who was talent claimed years ago that they were no longer even living together. And I've heard those rumors, but now they're saying because of this incident that came out the other day that Linda has left allegedly I, and again I, this I is, have not heard that anywhere else but I didn't I couldn't so find it anywhere else either that. so it, are they just speculating that that's what's going on who knows but there's all this stuff kind of I will say floating around yeah I mean, and again that's why there's so much speculation I mean really that's all we're doing right now we're speculating <laughs> I mean we're at we're, least we admit it yeah yeah this is all speculation now I I it, to me, in my view, Vince and Linda probably haven't been together, I guess, putting it up in quotes, probably for a really long time, I would guess. Now, back in the steroid trial that I mentioned previously, if this was in 94, in that trial, one of the government witnesses was a, a woman by the name of Emily Feinberg, who was Vince's assistant, who allegedly was getting him steroids and, and placing orders through a, a, a doctor and she was on, she was the government's witness. And during the trial, it came out that Vince and Emily Feinberg were having an affair. So we know Vince has been unfaithful, unfaithful. <laughs> I mean, at least as far back as then. So it's not like he's been faithful to his wife this whole time. Now that was the only one that was public. That was like everybody knew about, but I mean, you you've heard I heard stories all the time. Like I said, I heard an affair with Shawn Michaels, which I I doubt that very very much. He kind of gives off the vibe like he would just sleep with a lot of women. Who Vince or Shawn yeah, Michaels? Vince. Oh yeah, but I mean, whatever. Again, I I, I don't know. <laughs> I I think when when you're in that position, and Linda having her political career and being as uh, prominent in that, in those circles as she is, I don't know. And, and having, and being there at their advanced age, they're both in their seventies. I believe I know Vince is in his seventies. I, I think Linda's they're They're pretty close in age from what I remember. Are you going to get divorced at this stage in life and have to go through the messiness of a divorce? Or are they just going to keep on doing what they've been doing, which is probably not see each other really ever unless it's some kind of a function or mm -hmm. fundraiser or, or something, some kind of corporate event. And that's when they put on their smiles and, oh, yeah, oh yeah we're yeah. happily married, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like when there's that much money and that much prominence and prestige, I feel like they'd almost wouldn't get divorced just because they're just going to keep up appearances. That's my uh, that's I mean, my that view. That makes sense. That makes sense. Whether or not that's the case, I don't know. And maybe they're completely. Who knows? We don't know the inner workings of their personal maybe they relationship. They have a kind of agreement, right? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe maybe Linda's a wild child too. Who knows? We we have no idea. Again, all speculation. <laughs> Linda so. knows how to cut it up. <laughs> Jeez. So yeah. So I thought that was uh, that was a pretty pretty interesting news that came out, and of course that's going to be. 
uh, I'm sure there'll be more more coming out about that, and we'll, we could comment on it as it as it occurs, as it unfolds, <laughs> as it unfolds. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was very very interesting, and and Vince also is currently in the middle of a lawsuit with Oliver Luck, who was uh, the gentleman who he had hired to run the XFL. Oh yeah, and. Yeah, that that so that's another thing that Vince is go, going through right now, yeah. and apparently he's writing a book right now about his life, or has a ghostwriter or whatever, however that works. And Netflix is, I guess, they're either done or they're in the middle of producing a, a mini series about his life. So he's got a whole bunch of shit going. If on If he's right writing now. a book, he better just lay it all out. Like, be honest. I, I gotta that tell be, you, that would be a read. If if the man in his seventies and and has a has a a, a sharp memory and can remember everything and just fucking laid it all out and was like honest and truthful mm-hmm. about everything. Oh, that'd be like the fucking best book ever. Yes. Cause that, I mean, think about it. The things that this man has done. Yeah. That, forget the, the, the infidelity and all that stuff. Forget all that. Just think of what he's done for the professional wrestling business, for the entertainment business, just the, 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 how he grew his company from something small and regional running in only a few states in the Northeast to worldwide. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's everywhere. WWE is everywhere. And, and in, in these times, he's one of the few businesses and companies whose stocks are still going up. They're still staying steady. And his company is profitable and making money. Mm-hmm. In a time where inflation's going crazy we're obviously in the middle of a we're about to have a big recession and who knows what else is happening but his company's still profitable and making money mm-hmm. the, i mean he's he's managed to do a lot of big things i just had a thought kind of not having to do with you said but just about his life and everything and we just started watching the show the righteous gemstones yes and i think it's on hbo max Yes. And it's about a Christian family, like a preacher, super rich, and his kids. And as we're talking about the McMahons, I started seeing similarities almost between like the gemstones and the McMahons. And I just thought, hmm, Vince's daddy. But yeah, oh, yeah. and well, the kids. No, just yeah. I, just, no, I I get what you're saying. Yeah, and I'm just thinking like, hmm, how else are they similar? Not that it was created to after them. It's just my mind goes there. No, it wasn't obviously, but you you can see the parallels between that business because that's what those people do. It's a business. The preach pre- preachers church all that kind of, that that's a mm-hmm. business. It's <laughs> you you see like it. Wrestling. That's, it's so there there's so many parallels. Mm-hmm. It's it's really 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 fun to watch and to just go, "Yep, that's just like wrestling." Wow, that, these guys are workers, yeah. just like wrestling. Wow, no kidding. So, yeah, it's pretty pretty interesting to watch. Now, I ha- we'll, we'll close here, but I have to say I did v- meet Vince McMahon uh, on a couple of occasions mm-hmm. and my personal interactions with him were positive. Were were really good. Uh just, but it was very brief. Again, uh-huh. very brief. Just, uh, hi, hi, hello, sir. Uh, name's Alex Pliak. It's nice to meet you. Shook his hand. Hi, hi, how you doing? Thank, uh-huh. thank, you for, thank you for being here. And Stephanie as well. Stephanie was also very, very kind, very nice, uh, appreciative of of the talent that was there for the for the, uh, the the shows that we were doing. And I got to film a, a thing with Triple H, and 
it was filmed just for the house, just for the live crowd. It was not aired on television, but it was for the live crowd so they would know what's going on when we came out so that they we would get the proper reaction. Mm-hmm. And as soon as that was done, Vince poked his head around the corner because he, unbeknownst to me, he was watching it all on a monitor outside of the room we were filming in. And he come, turns around the corner and in that typical Vince McMahon, like where it, I'm sure people have seen it before, like he like pokes his head around the corner, looks over at Triple H, gives him a thumbs up, looks at me and goes, good shit. And then just <laughs> head goes back around the corner and leaves. And I'm just like, Kind of speechless, you know. He like, got the good shit from Vince like, McMahon. Whoa, okay, <laughs> that was that was surreal. Yeah, that was very surreal. Wow. So that was like my my interactions with Vince, and then again, just to thank you after the show, but very, very brief. But my best friend worked for the company for three and a half years. He said he talked to Vince twice. He said he's normal, just fine, just like just like mm-hmm. a dude. A dude who likes so. to have sex with women and then pay them not to say anything, allegedly. So so a dude, a rich dude. Good good for you, Vince. Good for you, man. Hey, more power to you. But yeah. At your age, seriously, good for Holy you. Holy shit. Yeah, right? Wow. So yeah, so that's that's <laughs> So on that note, I guess we can uh we'll call it a wrap we'll it call up. it a show. We'll wrap yeah. it up. Thanks for being here, listening, watching, all that good stuff. We appreciate it, as always. Time is our most valuable commodity, so the fact that anybody chooses to spend it either watching or listening or both to us, yeah, we, we really, truly value and appreciate it. So thank you very much. Thank you. All right. On that note, until next time, I am the Golden Greek, Alex Yaria. I've been joined, as always, by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous wife, the lovely Monique. And you've been listening to The Homewrecker. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on one second. Wait a second. Hold on. Can't get rid of us that easily. Yeah, we're... We're still here. If you're listening, we're still here. We're still here. If you're watching, we've changed clothes yes. and we look different. Because it's a different, different day. Because it's a different day. Mm-hmm. So we, after after we finished recording the uh, the episode. Editing it. Editing all that good stuff uh, and putting it together. Well, some uh, other news came out. Mm-hmm. And we felt we can't responsibly put this out knowing what we know now and having so much time between now in the the time the episode drops so we'll we'll uh we'll record a little addendum if mm-hmm. you will. We'll, we'll keep this going a little bit longer i don't know how much longer we're gonna go but we're gonna go a little bit more talking about some of the developments yes and also making some clarifications to things that we just said that you just may have just heard uh, that we said um previously so one of the clarifications what i couldn't remember exactly was vince mcmahon's lawyer is it McDivitt, Jerry McDivitt, Jerry McDivitt yeah. said that this female uh, who got this settlement was not paid any money upon her departure. And that is what I was referencing because, yeah, she got paid the money before her departure. So that was the loophole because you had said, like, he wouldn't lie. No, McDevitt's not going to say anything that's going to be proven otherwise. Mm-hmm. He's not an idiot. So that is correct. She right. wasn't given money upon her departure. She was right. given it before her departure. So it's so facto, not a lie. Okay. Yeah. And, and also uh, Vince's money, personal money, was mm-hmm. used for these hush money settlements, not company money. But if she got a raise for sleeping... 
with them, well, then we that is company money. But hold on. We don't know the ins and outs of that because yeah. that hasn't been released yet. Ins she could have been I, just... I ins and outs yeah. <laughs> she could have been funny. really good at her job uh, and other things. Well, look, she was hired as a paralegal for mm-hmm. $100,000. And then at some point, whether or not that was before or after she moved on to become John Laurinaitis' assistant, she was making $200,000. So did she get the raise because she changed job positions, perhaps? We don't know. Again, these are just, these are the details that are out there, but they're still not as complete as I would like them to be to give a complete story. So I just want to make sure that we're we're giving that information out because anybody listening who is not reading or watching the news or reading up on this story Wrestling wanna, news, that is. Right. Well, no, this is mainstream news. Uh, this is like all over the mainstream news. We don't watch the news, but, so I wouldn't know. Right. But I'm just saying, like, it, it's been all over the place. So now whether or not this, like, turns into anything big, who knows? Because at the end of the day, it's still pro wrestling. Yeah. And well, they got a lot of money tied up with Fox and all these corporations Fox, and Saudi Arabia. Comcast. Oh, there, yeah. There's a lot going on so but at the end of the day it's still pro wrestling yes it is how much is the general public really going to care good point i'm just saying so we don't we don't know but the big development the reason we felt we had to come on and talk about this now we mentioned how stephanie mcmahon left the company yes and shortly after that the 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 uh the magazine article that i was referencing it was actually business insider that put out a piece, and apparently that was a piece that was pushed out by the WWE, most likely Vince and whoever else, to essentially, in the wrestling business, they call it burying somebody. They, they buried her. They said she was terrible at her job. She was forced out. She wasn't good, whatever. And so the the news that I'm seeing, the the, the talk is that that story was put out in order to save the stock price. To not tank the stock, they put that piece out. Now, why you would, I, whatever. Did Stephanie agree to that ahead of time? Uh, who knows? We have no idea. But that's that's the story that's going out uh, around as, as far as that goes. Now, the greatest development ever is that Vince McMahon actually stepped down as the CEO of the WWE. And chairman. And, and chairman. He stepped down as chairman of the board uh, t- while this investigation is going he's on. He's cooperating fully. He's cooperating fully. Of course he is. But he's remaining on creative. He's remaining. Yeah. So he's not really leaving. He's not, no, he's not going anywhere. Of course, Mm-mm. I told you. This is I know. The, I, <laughs> so the, 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 the great development, though, is that the now interim, in the meantime... CEO and, and chairman of the board or chairperson is Stephanie McMahon. You go, girl. So, so they she leaves the company. They appara- bury her. They bury her, and now she's the chairman and the CEO. Intrum, I love it. Intrum. Like interim. Like, come on. Yeah. So we we had to come on and 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 say and and record about this and talk yeah. about it because. What? And we had some fun speculating what? just like on our own oh, about yeah. like, what if? And oh, I was, I was I mean, saying like, what if Stephanie um, was the leak and she <laughs> wants daddy out and her and Paul can run it. And, and if, like, we're just having fun, like 
just but, of course you know the truth is it's probably keeping it in the family because Vince isn't really gone and no. she'll do what she's supposed to do. And and as we're recording this, Friday Night Smackdown, Vince <gasps> opened oh, yeah. the show. He actually, and, and WWE put out like a, a thing on social media, I guess, and, and they were talking about it uh, and, and basically public, publicizing, excuse me, to pop a rating essentially for their Friday Night Smackdown show. And Papa rating means they want to get people to watch. So the ratings go up for anybody that doesn't know. And so he comes out apparently at the beginning of the show in character as Mr. McMahon. That's his on-screen character for people who don't know. And I think he said like, uh, he, he referenced like the show open of WWE where it says then, now, forever, together. Mm. And like that's all he did. And then he left. He was out there for like a minute. It was like nothing. I didn't see it. So, I, okay. And that was like the big appearance of Vince McMahon. But, yeah, uh, apparently. Hey, they did not lie. He made an appearance. Yeah, well, it's of course. And and so uh, pretty smart on their part because anybody that's tuning in to see Vince sees him right then and there. And it, they kept it short. So they probably think, well, what else is he going to say? What else is he going to do? And they probably stayed tuned in for the entire show. And they got Most nothing. Likely. Uh, well, no, they got they got a couple of big things that happened on the show. I was reading some results. Brock Lesnar returned. Oh, I meant so in regards got, to Vince McMahon. Oh, it's yeah, for yeah. Vince. Yeah, okay. But anyway, uh, enough about that. But uh, from what I'm seeing, Vince is still in charge of creative, so he's still doing everything that he was doing before. He's just on paper, and 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 for public perception purposes, he's no longer the chairman. Or the CEO of WWE. But he is. But his daughter is. So, so he is. Who do you think she's calling to ask for advice? And, Her husband. And and and, 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 uh, and input in the decision. I say input, no, using that term loosely. Who do you think she's calling for the for the decision? Who, no, who do you Come think on. is te- calling her and telling her what the decisions are? Of course, are? of yeah. course. So, again, uh, unless Vince is, is forced out in some weird way, I don't know anything about how that kind of stuff works uh, as far as like boards and well, p- companies and I mean, stuff like that. It's but. There's shareholders. There's like a lot of people involved in this company. So Yeah, I, I will, I, I'm, I'm actually going to pull it, this up because it, it's I, I found it rather fascinating. The way that the company is set up, and again, I'm sure Jerry McDivitt helped them out with this because it's, it's genius. The way that the stock is set up, he owns like thirty something percent, but he's he yeah he owns thirty eight percent of the stock, but controls. But the nature of how the stock is set up is that he has eighty percent of the stock voting power, so he's not going to get bought out. I mean, unless he wants to sell his shares, Mm -hmm. and he's not going to get voted out. So. I don't know how how else he's going to leave the company if like if Somebody something like kills him if something big out. comes out about you know if something big, like a big scandal like you know whatever uh, comes out how how's he going to be forced out I feel his like, company I feel like whatever scandal comes he's going to find a way to handle it oh yeah he's mm-hmm. come on he'll make it, it his come own on. bitch you know it's uh, it's Vince Vince mm-hmm. and, and and we're titling the episode here uh, Vince McMahon has Vince, found himself in a pickle. Vince McMahon is in a pickle. Or he's in a pickle. So, yeah, um, 
kind of a tie into what we did earlier Early on in the, show. in the show. So there you go. There you have it. Vince McMahon. Yeah, good for him, man. Has uh, promoted, or or sorry, and his daughter what, has, has come in and saved the day. And he's almost 80, correct? He's 77. Oh, Linda he's and, and Vince have been married for 57 years. So remember how we were speculating about, are they going to get divorced or whatever? Mm-hmm. Because they've always been together in the public eye. I mean, you kind of figure, I mean, the vibe I always got from Vince was he sleeps around. And I think I said that earlier, but it's like, but they always portray an image of we're together and well, but no. you kind of feel like, no, I mean, they show up at events like it's, oh, well, his, yeah. it's his wife. They're together, not like we're happily in love, but they're still married together. Right, right. But you get the feeling like they're totally not together. They're like married, but they're not like crazy in love about each other. And, you know, not ex- like you and me, baby. That's right. Yeah. Damn it. Now, actually, to expand on that a little bit, think about what what do you think is going through or goes through Stephanie McMahon's mind or or Shane's mind when it comes to their parents and their well, relationship? Or do you think it's just kind of one of those things where, like, that's kind of how it's always been, so Well, no what's deal? interesting is Shane's name has not come up at all with this. No, no. And it, he it, was, it, it, well, as far as, like, the scandal goes? Well, in terms of, like, support, like, Stephanie's the chairperson, but like, what about Shane? Now he was fired, correct? I I'm not sure the he was exact, fired like a while ago. After yeah, I think it was at the Royal Rumble this year. Something he he did he messed something up, or I I don't know the full story, but he has not been back at TV since. I don't, I don't recall the story. I I heard about it at the time, and I again I don't know. But I will say this about Shane, I've universally across the board never heard a bad thing about Shane McMahon from from the the people that have worked with him and I've never heard I've heard stuff about everybody else in that family except for Shane as far as excuse me as far as anything scandalous if you will he's he's married he's got uh, a couple of kids with his wife I don't know, obviously, his personal life, but I've just never heard any of the stories that you hear about the other members of the McMahon family, and I'll tell you some off the air about Stephanie. Oh, you can't do that. I can't do it on the air. Why? I, I can't. I just, I can't do it. You should have said, no, and here's something about somebody in the WWE <laughs> who has tie-ins to the McMahon family and then said it. I am going to blue ball the audience. Again, but I that's will, the second time this episode. But I will episode. tell you later. And you didn't tell me the other thing you were supposed to tell me last time. So I'm blue balling you too. Apparently. Anyway, so yeah, the uh, Shane, yeah, I don't know what's up with Shane. We don't know. Yeah. Where what else at. were you going to say? Well, I w- what I was saying, was, like, what I was trying to say was, what do you think goes through their mind? Like, do you think... Do you think that they would have, like, they called Stephanie and said, hey, Business Insider is going to put out this piece about you, uh, basically saying you suck and that you were not good at your job, but it's just to save the stock price. Do you think that she was consulted at first on that? I mean, what if she was the one who said, what if to save the stock price you do this? I That thought never crossed my mind. That I'm, honestly never I'm crossed my mind. I'm the kind of person mind, who so. would do that. Put the heat on me. To, you know, take care of things. Like, that's how I am. I, I, yeah. And that's like my I'm first kind of thought is way. I would say, <laughs> you know I, what, put the heat on thought, me, we'll take care of it. I never would have thought that 
that, but yeah, you're right. That could be something that she maybe did. Maybe. And and of course, the amount of money that she has made and, 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 if she, and yeah, has, she probably doesn't care. She probably doesn't give a shit anyway. She's like, I, I'm busy. I'm taking care of my own shit. Well, not anymore because she got pulled into this. Or maybe she knew. Who knows? Right. Who knows? The, the, I think the, the best theory that you had was that it was Triple H and Stephanie <laughs> scheming this whole thing. <laughs> To get her... To get rid of daddy. To, to get rid of daddy. To get her into It's the, probably, like, <laughs> not close at all to the no, truth. No, I'm but sure it's, it's just not. fun to, like, Again, make up these, like, scenarios. We're writing storylines, pretty much. Yes. I, I think the WWE, if they wanted to... Uh, and again, this is just me spitballing, but if they wanted to really get interest... Because everybody knows, if, for pro wrestling at its peak, it was the characters, it was the storylines doesn't matter how many moves are done in a match or how exciting a match is, whatever. Yeah, that's a bonus when it happens. But the, when you want to get like a big audience, it's the story and the characters that compel people to watch and keep them watching. You want to keep people watching, fuck what's going on in the wrestling ring, to put the cameras on backstage. Yeah, I used to Film call, that shit. I used to, um, when I was a teenager, my friends would talk about watching soap operas and say I gotta go home and watch my stories and so I would do the same thing oh yeah I'm gonna go home and watch my stories tonight and they're like tonight yeah wrestling I would call it my stories um because that was like my soap opera that was my entertainment that was my drama but yes if they just had the cameras on the McMahon like they have the total divas and all that shit just put it on the fucking McMahon's Put, Let the cameras roll. Right. Everybody. I swear, like, the people not watching will hear about it and they'll tune in. And it'll make so much money. And, again, just being who they are, people are either going to fucking love them or hate them. But in the end, they're going to be watching. And they'll make a shitload of money mm-hmm. doing it. Even oh, more yeah. so than they already do. I, in my view. Now, I could be completely off base. The wrestling could be backstory. I could be completely wrong, and people wouldn't give two shits Possibly. and be like, "Why? what's going on? Why can't we watch wrestling? But I really think that if they did, like, even made a separate show, even on their network, yeah. or whatever it's on now, Peacock, even if they put something on there, just a show of the backstage stuff, that would be... Yeah. But let it be the real. most entertaining thing. Like show all the real shit. Well, that's the thing. You wouldn't have to really. You don't have to write it. Just let real exactly. life play that, out. That's it. Don't script <laughs> shit. And like, yeah. okay, now we're gonna be like going over a storyline with so and so, and you're no, just fucking let it be real. Absolutely, absolutely. That would be fantastic. But anyhow, so uh, unless something crazy breaks in the next day or two, I don't think it, we're gonna break in. Again on this episode, but well, I don't think we're gonna have time to by the time we gotta get it ready to put it out. That's so. true too. But anyway, uh, so that's that's the yeah. addendum, I guess. Uh, unless you got anything else you want to add? No, that was it. We just wanted to bring it up and share it because everyone probably knows about it already by now. Right on. So there you go. Let All us right. know what you think. Yeah, let let us know. Absolutely. Share with us your most imaginative, speculative stories about what could be going on. We'd love to hear. Absolutely, absolutely. It's it's fun to uh, to sit and yeah. Just what, what was another one I came up with? Cody Rhodes really oh, didn't leave that, AEW, right. and he like came in to get dirt, and he's the person the, he's the, the leak yeah he's the, <laughs> he's the leak. one to set the email to the board <laughs> <laughs> to bring down wwe and then he's gonna go back to aew that was another fun one i should yeah. be a writer Jeez, 
We should just do a show, a full-on show of, about these conspiracy theories regarding this whole mm. situation here. Because we could probably go That is an episode, time. WWE Wrestling Conspiracy Theories. You want to do that next week? We'll, keep well I guess something else going? from oh I guess something else for next week. But. All right. Well, coming soon. Okay. Well, we got to work that? on it because coming soon. Wrestling conspiracy theories. There's a ton. There's a ton. And if there's anything that y- regarding wrestling conspiracy theories that you want us to look into, let us know. We'll we'll check into it. For sure. Yeah. All right. Well, until next time, we'll do this this close again. I am the Golden Greek, Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing wife, the lovely Monique. <laughs> And you've been listening to the Homewrecker Podcast. We love hearing from and interacting with our hearers and watchers. Feel free to reach out to us on Twitter. At HomewreckerPod. You can also visit our website. HomewreckerPodcast.com. Where you can check out past episodes and pick up some Homewrecker Podcast gear from our online store. Also, if you haven't already, please hit the subscribe or follow button wherever you're hearing or watching our show. That way you can be notified whenever a new episode drops. We're on all major podcasting platforms and you can check out the video versions of our show at YouTube and Brideon. You can also find Monique in a few places online as well. I'm on Twitter at underscore Monique Giselle underscore. If you're interested in a tarot reading, organite, incense, candles, and other cool things, you can go to my website, tarotbymonique.com. Or if you're interested in hypnotherapy, you can go to innerstandingshypnosis.com to schedule a free 20-minute consult. And follow me on Twitter, at Monique P-C-H-T. And Alex, how can people find you? You can find me on Twitter, at TheAlexArion. And you can check out my website, AlexArionFitness.com. And if that's too much to remember, we get it. That's why we put it all in our show notes. Thanks for spending your time with us, and we appreciate all of your support. We do. Thank you. We love you.